You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. The Dining at Disney podcast. The Dining at Disney podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together from all walks of life. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Kristen and Bubba are your guides on this culinary adventure. People are going to line up for miles around just to get a taste of my food. Our food. <laughs> Join them as they discuss the latest food news, expert tips, recommendations, and trip planning advice as it relates to Disney dining. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. You don't believe me? Ask the dishes. From quick service to fine dining, you'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to another episode of the Dining at Disney Podcast, your ultimate source for delicious discussion about dining at Disneyland and Disney World. I'm your host, Kristen. I am a, I guess, travel expert and definitely foodie and a Disney fan. So that's where all this comes into play. And of course, my fantastic co-host, yeah. former cast member, restaurant guru, and future Club 33 member. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. <laughs> How are I'm you doing? I'm doing pretty well. well. Thank you for... <laughs> Yes, future Club 33 member. Yeah, I love you it. like that's, that? That's a great, uh-huh. great title. <laughs> that's my new description of you. Covers, it covers yeah, everything. Right there, all in one. <laughs> well, today we've got a little bit of food news. Uh, mainly when it comes to Disney World, our food news has to do with Disney Springs, of course, with the opening of Town uh, Town Center. And then our big discussion for today, the, the, the entree, if you will, is our top five quick service restaurants at Disneyland and Disney World. So, of course, Bubba's got Disneyland. I've got Disney World. And uh, I'm sure I'll throw uh, my two cents oh, yeah. in there with your Disney I wish I could throw my Because I definitely have my favorites. Yeah. I wish I had. <laughs> I wish I got to go to Disney World. I got to try out everything over there. So. Oh, I cannot wait oh. to go. I will make sure I am there. And Alton and I, we will show you the parks oh, and everything. Oh, yeah. And a pink Disneyland, Disney World red with food. (laughs) But before we get into all that, we want to thank you for downloading the show on iTunes, streaming it on Stitcher, as well as watching the webcast on YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe to our feeds and don't forget to share with your friends. If you'd like to support the show, one way you can help us out is by shopping our affiliate links. And we've got the Disney Store, Garden Grocer, which delivers groceries to the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels and some in the surrounding area. You can also pick up one of our ebooks. Right now, we got the Epcot Dining Guide. And as we've mentioned before, as a listener of the Dining at Disney podcast, you get an exclusive discount of $3. All you have to do is at checkout, enter the code DADP. Of course, later this year, the Food and Wine Festival Guide for Epcot will be out. Uh, you can also visit us on Patreon. We do have uh, an, an account with them where you can contribute monthly or one time and we tell you a little bit about what we do and what we want to be able to accomplish uh, for you to enjoy dining at Disney the website as well as the podcast uh, some things we need are on there and so it tells you those kinds of things to to make this a better experience well, for you guys yeah. uh, so now on with the appetizers and you've got a little bit of food news right a little bit news and a big a rumor bit, that yeah. came out yesterday that I'm still trying to get confirmation on which we'll talk about Yes. Ooh. Okay. Yes. I like rumors. They're fun every yes. now and then. Okay. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Check out Kristen's new website, MagicalJourneysVacations.com. For all your vacation needs, Disney, Universal, Cruise Lines, and more. Thank you for traveling with us. MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Have her book your magical vacation today. So, fill us in on your little bit of news. Well, we have a big rumor that just came out um, yesterday or two days ago. I have some friends that um, I meet up at the park. Every time I go, I meet up with them. They started their own little Disneyland podcast called Mousepire. But I've known these guys for a long time since I lived in Anaheim. And uh, they they usually are correct with their news that they do post, too. And um, they even named a show about me, a couple the food and wine festival which was funny they had a show titled <laughs> where's bubba and they mentioned a lot about uh the, oh yeah gosh, where's about weird. what i ate there because they're looking at all my pictures that i did for dining at disney and um they knew i they knew mm-hmm. i ran around and tried basically almost everything and did everything that you could possibly do for the food and wine festival so but like i said they are they're pretty good they have friends that are cast members and um higher ups but if you're a disneyland ap this summer starting march 27th which is the official kickoff of memorial weekend uh they they will have popcorn buckets just for annual pass holders that you'll be able to refill all summer for $1. So you take, you buy the bucket. I believe it's going to be $15. Now there's two different types of buckets, um, which they did picture. If you go to my uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter, you'll be able to see the picture of what the buckets look like. And uh, they're $15 each. And you'll be able to go to the park every day until maybe the first weekend of September and fill up your popcorn bucket for $1. They're not big buckets. They're probably a good like maybe this size. Yeah, but a dollar for popcorn. I mean, in Disneyland popcorn, you know, as soon as you walk in, you either smell popcorn or churros and uh, you'll be able to refill it all summer for a dollar. That's a great deal. If you're a Disneyland pass holder, you go to the park every day like I used to when I lived just right there next to the park, basically twice, three times a week. You're going to save a lot of money. You're going to feed the kids, you know, just fill up what's maybe five, six dollars a day and you could feed the whole family. Feed the family while you guys are out at the park. Um, it's a great deal. I hope this is true. I'm trying to get confirmation from Disney. Disneyland has been lagging on con- on giving out stories about what's going on and what's being taken away. So recently, they got rid of the Disney dollars, yet Disney didn't say a single word about, oh, we're stopping. We're going to stop selling them on May 14th. Uh, we had a, everybody just spread the news like wildfire, and it got out, but it was true. They stopped selling Disney dollars as of uh, May 14th. So I don't know when we'll hear something about this at confirmation. Uh, as soon as you do, I'll put it on Twitter and Instagram and you'll be able to uh, to get those buckets for $15. You must be a Disneyland AP. I don't know if it'll work for the Premier Passport uh, if you have it for both uh, Disneyland I and Disney World. I would think it would because when I, had, um, when I had that, they considered that as being a Disneyland um, annual pass holder. So you got the oh, same. See. You got to take advantage of anything. They even were like you get all of the emails and all of the flyers and everything that all the APs get for Disneyland. That's the cool thing is you get the stuff from from both parks. And that's when I learned I was like, yeah, if you have a choice of which coast you're going to live on and be an annual pass holder and be taken care of, 
Yeah, you wouldn't need to head out west. Yeah. Come out. I Come really, out here. The sun is always out. I loved it. It was so nice to be an annual pass holder. I mean, you you really felt appreciated by the company. And and I liked that. Well, they got to feel special, especially if they keep raising the price of the pass. But they are like this. This is going to make definitely uh, bring in more APs or make, make sure APs are, you know, fine with getting that pass that they get for the year. Uh, you know, for Disneyland, it's up to around $800, I believe, to $1,000 dollars now for the uh pass you can go every day yeah uh so this is a great deal money saver and is and, that the uh, the local like the socal price because i know there's a the, difference uh, in in like a california state price versus if somebody from say ohio buys an annual pass the prices are the same the only difference is if you're a southern california resident you can make payments on your pass so oh, i believe wow. it's uh yeah so that's how many take yeah no um only if you renew right before uh-huh. your deadline is up. I believe you say $40 uh, or $20 or $40 if you renew before your pass expires, just like a little incentive to stay as an annual pass holder. Because if you don't, once your day is up, you have to basically start all over and start a new payment plan and everything. There is actually a um, a difference in price for Florida residents. You actually for, get a discount uh, on your annual passes and you can finance them. No, just our, you, there's yeah. no discount. I wonder those. if it's because there are so many annual pass holders that that's there. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. I, if Disney did that, everybody would be a, a, I mean, a pass. I mean, not like everybody's already a pass yeah. holder in Southern California, but um, you know, it's definitely something with this popcorn bucket. You'll definitely save a lot more money. Um, it's about five to seven dollars, depending on uh, the popcorn uh that you buy, say around five dollars. Yeah, um, but fifteen dollars, and you have. I know one of the collectible cups is uh, the uh, um, from Fantasmic and uh, or Fantasia, the uh, demon from Fantasia, and it lights up too. They're gonna one of these is gonna light up. Also. Oh, aren't they doing the uh, sippers too? Like something with the sippers? They're doing. They have sippers just like it too. So, but these cups, I, it might be the same ones because, like I said, these these aren't big buckets. So, like I said, I have a cup right here that's probably what the size is gonna be, yeah. and it probably holds around. 44 ounces, um, which is your average drink size. You know, when you go to like a, an AMPM or something, you get a large drink. So, I mean, for a dollar, you can't beat that. Just bring some some little cheese sprinkle on top of it and you're set for the whole day. So once I get confirmation again, I will let everybody know out there uh, to get these popcorn buckets if you're a Disneyland resident or if you're coming from the East Coast to Disneyland, it's a great deal for you, Passel. Yeah. Our, yeah. Um, the next piece of news we have, this is kind of going for both Disneyland and and Disney World is uh, are these Finding Dory treats that are coming out uh, for the Finding Dory movie that comes out this summer. And it'll start May 22nd with the celebration of the release Finding Dory. And you can, uh, these things look adorable. They have some pictures from um, the uh, Nemo ride at Disneyland and they put the candied apples on the rocks that are in between the island, which is so cute. One of them is uh, just like uh, Dory. It's got the eyes. It's got the little messed up fin, just, uh, uh, just how it was in the movie. They have another Dory candy apple. Uh, these are all dipped in caramel and enrobed in white chocolate and then delicately rolled either in the orange white sugar or the uh, uh, or the blue sugar. And it looks just like the characters. So it's a great treat that you can find uh, for the kids. I love the candy apples at Disneyland. I never go wrong with them. I always bring one home. They do such a good job time. with their candy apples. I love to watch them sit there yeah. and make them. And Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely outside the window. The Maleficent ones are great. I don't know if you've seen. I those haven't yet. seen those they have the be made. On top of the apple. 
I've seen them, oh, but I haven't seen them being made. Great, oh, they do. A, it's just a nice little touch of how they shape the chocolate on top of the apple. So in Disneyland, you can find these at uh, the Candy Palace on Main Street, the Honey Spot in Crick Country in Disney, California. You can find them at Trolley Treats and at Downtown Disney Marceline's Confectionery. If you're in Disney World, uh, Magic Kingdom Park over at Big Top Souvenirs and Disney Springs on the west side of Disney, Disney's Candy Cauldron. So uh, go check those out. If you do get one, send us a picture. We want to see i want to see how actually big they are i'm sure it's probably a pretty good size they're always big uh every time i bring one home the candy cauldron is just like with marceline where you can see them in, in like a big window it's like that where you can stand in the street and watch them and i love doing that it's so much fun oh yeah yeah they're um marceline's confederate in downtown disney you could see them making it or in a uh, disneyland over uh near gibson girl where they sell candy also at the penny arcade you'll see them making them also uh so go and check those out uh, starting May 22nd at both Disneyland and Disney World. Um, and then we have an afternoon tea party at Disneyland Hotel. I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but um, this is a tea party that they do at Steakhouse 55. And, you know, it's funny you brought, you told me this story. I actually had a friend who just did it two weeks ago um, and she posted some pictures of it and she said it was phenomenal. It was definitely worth the money that you um, did. Have we talked about this yet? Uh-uh. On the show? No. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so at Steakhouse 55, you can enjoy a classic tea party, which includes scones, traditional fruit, uh, preservatives, Devon shot cream and lemon curd, tea sandwiches, including cucumber and watercress, uh, deviled cage-free egg salad, heirloom tomatoes and mozzarella, and dessert can, includes chocolate-covered strawberries, mini fruit tarts, and assorted macaroons. This is $50 per person, I believe, uh, with tax. Uh, our tax is not included. Um, it's a great type of little party now from what she said this um for fifteen dollars more actually yeah this is what she did she did the premium party and it's fifteen dollars more so it's sixty five dollars a person for the premium party that includes sparkling wine um a salad with green uh goddess dressing and a decadent farewell truffle in addition to everything served in the classic tea party um you know and this is definitely something you could take your kids she didn't bring any children so she was just her and another uh friend of hers they enjoyed every minute of it they said the food was excellent. If you do happen to bring children, it's only $35 a child and they have chocolate chip scones, tea, uh, sandwiches, including peanut butter and jelly, cucumber and ham and cheese. And the desserts also include chocolate covered strawberries, mini fruit tarts and assorted macaroons. Um, assorted loose leaf tea juices, milk and hot chocolate is also included. And that's $35 a child too. So just make reservations by calling the Disneyland hotline. Uh, see what days you can get. This is at Steakhouse 50 55, uh, which is a great restaurant all around, in my opinion. Uh, so go and check this out with the kids and let us know what you think of it if you do attend. Yeah, we talked about a tea that was taking place at Disney World recently, one that they added. And I don't oh, remember yeah. which place was because there's been a few places over the past, I'd say over the past year and a half that they've started adding tea to like other locations. Um, but those are always fun to do. I've done at Disney World, I've done it over at the Grand Floridian and that one. I did with um, my best friend Natalie from Meet the Magic and her son, Khan. And it was, we had so much fun and he got the hot chocolate and they bring it out 
out in a teapot. So it's just like, you know, just like oh, the yeah. adult's house. So that I thought that was pretty cool. And um, and then over at Waldorf Astoria, they do a Sunday afternoon tea. And that's awesome. That was just oh. Al, John, and I. And it was fantastic. We really enjoyed that. And it was really so just very laid back. Place. Take your time. Enjoy. You know, very European style that way instead of where we're like, let's go. Let's go. We've got to be somewhere. Okay. We've got to be at this fast pass. We got to be doing this, you know, and it gives you that time yeah. to kind of just sit back and relax a little bit, which is pretty cool. Yeah. They said, um, my friend, she said she had a great time. She's, she wants to do it again, um, in the future. And she recommends it to everybody to do this tea party, especially if you have little ones. Cause she said the little ones were just going crazy. You know, they love the little tea sets and everything that they do for you. Um, and the selection of tea that they have is incredible also. So this is at Steakhouse 55 in Disneyland. So go check this out. And we do have a link on, uh, or we will have a link on our uh, Dining at Disney page so you can see what everything includes with that tea party. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little behind on posts <laughs> for the past week because no, we'll get uh, we repainted Al John's office. So we had to take everything out of it, which is a lot of stuff. And uh, so that took from Wednesday through Sunday and still everything is not back in his office. No. Yeah, it was, no, well, it was I mean, a lot of work. And so I just, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm so far behind on things. And I'm like, I've got to get caught up at some point. It's the same office that he uh, broadcast yeah, them to. The, the, yeah, that like, Oh, there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> if you've ever seen his uh, dining at, or the Disney After Dark, you'll see everything in the background. And he has a lot of stuff. Cool stuff, I might add. Yeah, a lot of guitars in there and other musical musical yes. things. Yeah, it's crazy office. Well, that's it for Disneyland. Like I said, not, not much from Disneyland this uh, couple of weeks. So summer will be kicking off in a couple of weeks. Maybe we'll get some more dining news then. Well, we've got a few stories for Walt Disney World. One of them is that over at Disney's Boardwalk, Flying Fish Cafe uh, earlier this year has been closed for a refurbishment. And they are actually dropping the cafe in the name when it reopens. It will just be Flying Fish. So it has a new name and a new chef. Uh, chef. Chef Tim Mayoras uh, has been with the Flying Fish restaurant for some time since 20, uh, 2011, and he will be taking home, and they have been working on some new dishes. Like, one of them is going to be a starter of seared yellowfin tuna served with compressed watermelon, and it's going to have a hint of Tahitian lime oil and fresh limes. Paper-thin avocado slices, crisp radishes, pickled daikon, and small edible viola flower on top top and drizzled with blood orange oil. That sounds fantastic. And the picture, it looks great too. I mean, it's so, just so pretty. Um, that is look. That looks phenomenal. In wow. addition to that, they're also going to be adding um, a, a bar to it. Um, Abra Abracab. I'm having such a problem. Abracada bar. Abracad. <laughs> you want to say abracadabra, don't you? Well, it's like I. I well, it's abracadabra. Abracadabar. I think abracadabra. Yeah, and I keep wanting to. Yeah. That has to be. It. <laughs> it's not easy to say when you want to say abracadabra. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's they're they're saying it's going to be a sophisticated social club and um it says there's going to be a enchanted magic show post 
posters and mystifiers as some of the props that you'll see in the bar. Disney's really getting into these adding bars and lounges and them being really well themed, which I'm very excited about. I think it's 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 a great way to just kind of take some time away and just sit back and kind of relax, you know, get a, order something small oh. in the in a lounge, have a nice drink, and just kind of just chill out. Some, yeah, sometimes alcohol does ease the nerves when you have little ones all <laughs> around you. <laughs> but along with this, they're also redoing the inside. The interior is going to be different as well. Before it had this very like whimsical look to it with clouds and uh, Ferris wheels and flying fish and things like that. Well, now they're going to the golden era of seaside boardwalks. And there's going to be, it has an all new kit. There's going to be an expanded space for dining so the, that people can host private dining events. Uh, it says sparkling architecture accents like golden wing room panels and an impressive chandelier that mimics the school of flying fish swimming overhead. So I think this wow. is going to be, from the pictures picture that they do have for it, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful place. And I yeah. cannot wait wow. for that to open, which will be later this sometime this summer. Uh, also on the the seafood front, Fulton's Crab House, also has clothes for refurbishment, and it will get a new name. It's going to be called Paddlefish Restaurant. Uh, we don't know other than it opening in fall 2016. Um, we don't have know nothing about the menu or anything, just that uh, there is a, I've got a, on the site, there's a picture of the concept artwork for it. So the boat is going to change its look. It's not going to be so much like um, the Mark Twain or the Liberty bell it's got a very different look to it but we don't know what the inside's going to look like we don't know anything about the menu but as soon as we find out we'll definitely keep you posted on that and the big news is disney springs the town center section opened this past sunday may 15th and with it is many different new restaurants and shops tons of shops but some of the cool restaurants that have opened has been the uh, Amaret's uh, Patisserie, which we've talked about that um, previously being a uh, high-end paste- French pastry shop. Very nice. The Daily Poutine, where you can get different kinds of poutine, which is a Canadian dish. Deluxe Burger, uh, just as the name name says, it's burgers and there are all kinds of burgers you can get. Um, what else has been there? Um Sprinkles? Sprink uh yes, yeah, sprinkles. I was Burger. trying to think of the other place that opened. <laughs> There's another place I'm trying to think of. But yeah, sprinkles opened. Uh <laughs> this place, if you've ever been to a sprinkles, because there are other ones, and I've I've heard of these before and I've heard they're very popular. There's one in Nashville. No I haven't been to it. I keep meeting to, but it's not in it's not a part of Nashville that I go to. I'm like not far from it, but I don't like ever drive in that direction and I just have but they have nearly 25 delicious cupcake flavors that vary by the day. Some of them include banana, carrot, strawberry, red velvet, triple cinnamon, Cuban coffee, and chocolate marshmallow. In addition to that, you can get uh, homemade ice cream. Flavors include like peanut butter cup, red velvet, salty caramel, coconut fudge almond, and Captain Crunch. 
Crunch, as well as cookies. You can, of course, get a chocolate chip cookie, snickerdoodle, salted oatmeal cornflake, and peanut butter pretzel chip. All those sound amazing oh, to me. Yes. If you have allergies or special dietary needs, in the past, the place to go has been Aaron McKenna's Bakery. However, Sprinkles will have some cupcakes that are vegan, gluten-free, and sugar-free. So if you have some intolerances, there will be some options here for you. It's not out of the question. And the coolest thing about this place is it has a cupcake ATM. So in a sense, it's a <laughs> cupcake vending machine. But it will operate daily from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Unfortunately, like some of the others in the world, it is not 24-7 since downtown Disney, or oh my gosh, I said downtown Disney. Disney Springs closes at 2 a.m. <laughs> and wow. we'll do some deliveries within a 100-mile radius through online and phone ordering. Uh, on the website where we mentioned the opening date for this, we have a link to what they have. is called Sprinkles Reward Program, where you, if you purchase 15 menu items, you get your choice of the 16th one for free. You also get other bonuses with it as well. But I've got that link, so you can just click on it, and it'll take you right to the form to be able to uh, to sign up for that. And then I'm still drawing a blank on the other place that opened. Um, oh, BB Wolf's sausage sausages. Yes. That's it. That's the other one. So along yes. with that, the Lime Garage finally opened. So now you have two parking garages. You don't have to park all the way on the west side. Now you can park near town center as well. So that's the big news. Well, oh, almost forgot. One last thing. Uh, Epcot Food and Wine Festival this ooh, year, ooh, ooh. 62 days. Wow. Lot of days. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. They already have confirmed Jamie Dean, uh, Buddy Velostro <laughs> from uh, Cake Boss, Morimoto as Morimoto Asia, that his restaurant, Elizabeth Faulkner, uh, Norman Van Aken, and Kat Cora will be there. Eat to the Beat will be back again. And <laughs> Wang Chung is the opening act to kick off the concert series oh. on September 14th. Everybody. <laughs> Have fun tonight. Oh wow. That's the kick that's the kick tonight. <laughs> oh. They should have some like the Wang Chung special for that. That's that's hilarious. It doesn't <laughs> say what the acts are, but there's gonna be eight new ones as well as Wilson Phillips and Boyce to Men will be back because they're two favorites. Uh and some of the other things will be, nice. you know, will still be going on as far as like the Chase credit card holders will be able to have a little special lounge, um, back to basics, book signings, those kinds of things will still be there. Um, the Festival Private Label, uh, Chardonnay, and Cabernet Sauvignon will also be uh, back again and available either via bottle that you can buy in the shop or by glass. So those are some of the things to look forward to uh, this September. It's hard to not have that be my favorite event. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. just so I just yummy. can't believe it's that long. Oh, 62, I know. Was it 62 days? Wow. And it's every day That's because it's not... It's like yours was just Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and this is like every day. Mainly, yeah. It is crazy on wow. weekends because of the local. So I just I skip weekends and I go Monday through Thursday and have fun. Then oh, that way I don't have to wait in line for twenty minutes to get my food. <laughs> oh, unlike yeah, you waited a long time here because there was lines were pretty long for just to, especially at one location. We waited forty minutes for that's a long mac and time. Cheese. Yeah. Very long. Wow. Well, that is all for appetizers. So now on to the entree, our top five quick service restaurants. Do you have yours in like a certain number, Bub? 
Not really. I do have a favorite, but I mean, I don't really, I, it's hard to rank because each one is so unique, uh, especially, you know, with what they have, what they offer, the location they're in. It's, it's hard to determine a favorite. I kind of do have one in mind, okay. but well, let's just, the others, let's just go back and forth then since we have, we each right. have five. Okay. Like well, I'll start with one off. of yours. Okay. I'll start it off for you. The, uh, my, one of my first ones is in Disneyland and that is Refreshment Corner and, uh, it's on Main Street, right at the uh, right at the end where the hub is uh, and the partner statue. It's a great. First of all, the location is amazing. You're right there on Main Street, um, in between uh, the um, Jolly Holiday Cafe and and Main Street. So you, first of all, you have a great view of the castle. If you want to watch the fireworks from there, if you want to watch the parade from there, uh, it's like I said, it's a great location. As for the food, it's the food is also great too. Like I said, snack wise, uh, you can enjoy hot dogs. A mac and cheese hot dog, uh, chili also in a bread bowl, uh, a regular chili cheese dog, and they had a new pulled pork hot dog that has a pulled pork and coleslaw on top of that. And uh, each one is served with a small bag of chips or apples. For snacks, they do have a Mickey pretzel, a cream cheese filled pretzel, jalapeno cheese pretzel, chips, uh, assorted sizes. They do have a kids meal. So uh, if you want, you know, take the little ones there. They have either uh, the Mickey uh, check meal, which comes with uh, Dan and smoothies, sliced apples, bananas, whole grain fish crackers, and, and a milk or water. And they also have a kid's turkey dog, too, that uh, is also served with the uh, Dan and smoothie, carrots, or milk, if they want to do that. And they do have uh, drinks there. You can have a coffee uh, at that location, too, if you're feeling out of it. And uh, like I said, good spot for snacks. Great spot. One of the best spots, in my opinion, for to watch the parade and watch the fireworks show at the castle. So, on my list, I'm going to go with Wolfgang Puck Express. And there's actually two in Disney Springs. One's on the Marketplace side. One is on the West side. I'm saying, the, and they don't have the same menu. So I am saying the one oh. on the Marketplace side. I like its menu better. And it is you more than get your money's worth when you're using the Disney Dining Plan and you are using, you know, you've got a quick service credit. Um, because some of these dishes, like you can get an oven roasted salmon, which comes with cauliflower puree, marinated tomatoes, and bro- broccolini for $20. And you can use a credit for that. Oh, wow. But they have uh, bacon wrapped meatloaf that is mm. a fan favorite. Oh. <laughs> Ravioli, spaghetti oh, bolognese. There's a variety of pizzas. One of my favorite is the barbecue chicken. It has smoked mozzarella, cilantro, and caramelized onion. It is amazing. Mm. If you're looking for something healthy and or you're vegetarian, this this dish is really good. The whole wheat hummus wrap. It's got cucumbers, arugula, feta, red onion, kalamata olives, and tomato vinaigrette served with house-made chips. But they have a fantastic menu. The food is always really good. Um, it's hard to it's hard to like not have a favorite and kind of like stick with it but I always force myself to try something new I'm like no I can't get that again um but I and so but I've never had a bad dish I mean everything has always been really good oh good salad sandwiches pizzas and of course like pastas and the entrees I mentioned um so yeah that's definitely one that I highly recommend and there's two of them but they don't serve the same menu that's kind of crazy no they have one yeah 
One of them, it's it's quick service, but they bring the one on the marketplace. They will bring the food to your table. Mm-hmm. So like the salads and everything are freshly made. Whereas on the other side, the salads you they pull from a refrigerator and they're in to go containers. So it's okay. not it's not the same experience. Yeah, I um, and it's not as good because it wasn't you know it was made in the morning, so <laughs> it's not like it was yeah. just made for you. And the, the items aren't all the same either. So, That's right. but yeah, the one on the marketplace side is the is the one to go to. All right, all right. Well, my second pick is in Disney California Adventure, the Cozy Cone Motel. It's a very popular uh, spot to hang out in. It's in the heart of Cars Land, right in the middle. Um, and what's great about this place, you have a great selection of snacks you can choose from. There's five different cone booths, and each of them have their own has their own uh, unique snack. The first one has is a churro cone, uh, which they have churros and uh, cookies and cream churros. You can also grab souvenir sifter, a Ramon's dice of pear soda, uh, along with uh, assorted beverages and hot chocolate. The second cone serves a soft serve, so you can choose vanilla, chocolate, or twist cone, a chocolate dip cone, um, or you know any type of other. They have two different sizes, a small and a large, uh, and they also have beverages there too, which they have a root or, or sorry route beer float and a souvenir sipper glass. Uh, and the third cone, it's the chili cone, which they have chili con queso, which is a beef chili, cheddar cheese, and corn chips served in a bread cone. They also have ve- uh, vegetarian jelly available. And they have a chili verde cone, uh, which is chicken and salsa verde topped queso fresco in a bread cone. And That's yummy. Just, yeah, um, I've heard great things about that one. And what's good about this cone is that it not only serves uh, drinks, it serves alcohol too. So for the non-alcoholic beverages, you can choose uh, Fillmore's Fuel and Groovy All Natural Lemonade, or you can do the Pomegranate Lemonade, or you can get each of those lemonades with vodka. So I'm, that's something <laughs> I'm going to have to try. Yeah, that's, I got to try that next time I go. I did not know that they serve alcohol in the third cone. And they also do have a souvenir sipper cup too. Each cone has a, um, if you haven't seen the cones, I wish I had one on me. Uh, they're just in the shape of a regular uh, cone that you see on the road, which is kind of cute. It has a little handle on it too. Um, the fourth cone is the pretzel and twist cone, which they have pretzel bites, bites with cheesy sauce, a chocolate twist, or cheddar garlic bagel twist. And for the drinks, they have Red's uh, Apple Freeze. Uh, you can also get that in the souvenir sipper cup. The fifth cone is the popcorn cone, which they have, um, depending on the day, they have different flavors from, but their choices are they have butter, dill pickle, buffalo ranch, white cheddar, sriracha, pizza, and Parmesan garlic. I've had the dill pickle, and I've had the white cheddar, and the dill pickle was amazing. I thought I wouldn't like it at all. Those but are the only two I've ever seen when I've yeah, been. I haven't. I've I've seen the pizza one. I haven't gotten it though. Um, and I've seen the butter, but I have not seen the sriracha, the buffalo ranch, or the garlic parmesan. They usually have two or three different flavors on the day, and then you can also buy a flavored popcorn souvenir bucket uh, of Light Minute Queen at that location. And they also have a sipper cup too, and assorted beverages. So great spot, lots to choose from in that uh, section. It's a good place to sit down and hang out for about ten. 15 minutes and uh, you can get your picture taken with Lightning McQueen or Mater uh, also in there and if you look inside the building you'll see a not a hidden Mickey but a hidden Buzz Lightyear under one of the cones if you remember I believe in Toy Story 2 he had to travel under a cone and if you look closely closely inside the building you'll see Buzz Lightyear gently lifting up a cone in there which is a kind of a cool little hidden thing they did. I'm going to have to look for that next time. I 
didn't yeah. know that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, my next one on my list, I'm sticking with staying right now in Disney Springs, and I'm going to go over to um, Cooks of Dublin. And it is part of Raglan Road. It's their quick service location, but you can get their their chips, uh, fish and chips, and that is excellent, of course. You really can't go wrong with Irish fish and chips, but they yeah. also have Irish-style battered sausages, which is similar to the Dalky Duo that they have in the restaurant. They also have pies. I've had the chicken and, and field mushroom one. That's really good. Mm. Uh, they've got burgers and chips. They even have a hand-battered beef burger. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a battered burger? Hand, uh, I, so they they take the meat and they batter it after it's cooked or before? It must be before. Probably before. I can't imagine that. I, that's something I have to see. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I know what Alton's going to be having next time we're there. <laughs> <laughs> well, take a picture of that. I definitely want to see oh that. Oh, my God. Wow, if you guys get it. But they also have, like, onion rings. You can get crushed peas, garlic, and Parmesan, skinny chips, Irish-style savory coleslaw. Um, of course, they've got several things for kids, including the Dubliner, mac and cheese and chips, shrimp and chips, battered chicken tender and chips. Um, and they've got a variety of desserts you can get as well. But that place is always good. Uh, limited seating inside, but right next to it, if, if you want a beer, right next to it is a, a small outdoor bar, one of two that the restaurant has, and it's called Hole in the Wall. And if you go to Hole in the Wall, you can order your food over in in the res- in the quick service place. They'll bring it out to you because it's, you know, everything's freshly made. Uh, so they'll bring it out to your table. You just have a little stick that has the number on it, but you can go and eat next door in Hole in the Wall while you enjoy your beer. That's what that's what I always yeah. do. Over there, have a Guinness or a Smithwick's and, um, and just enjoy whatever I'm going to eat. It's hard not to have a good time there. So, yeah. So, Cooks of Dublin. Alright. Cooks of well, my my third pick, the and I have to choose this one because it's a staple at Disneyland. It's had so much history, and they still it's a, still a quick service area. They've been doing the same thing they have been for years, and that's the Golden Horseshoe inside Disneyland. Definitely a place to enjoy a show while you're eating. Uh, the there's so much history in that room from Wally Bogue, Annette Perticello performed in there. Uh, it's one of Walt's favorite uh, hangout spots too, and uh, it's still to this day it's very popular. A lot of people go in just to get away from the heat because it's nice and air conditioned. But, um, you know, go there and enjoy the food there. They have um, chicken breast nuggets or fish and chips. Uh, you can also enjoy uh, stuff like uh, the crispy chicken salad, chili cheese fries or a chili bread bowl. They have meals for kids just like they did at um, Refreshment Corner with the uh, kids uh, Mickey check meal. Or um, they also have chicken breast nuggets for kids. But the big thing they have are the, um, the desserts. That's definitely something we do all the time. They have a mint chocolate chip sundae, a hot fudge sundae, chocolate cake, a strawberry sundae, and a golden horseshoe ice cream float. But also on their secret menu, they have ice cream nachos. Um, you you'll never you won't see it online, but um, I've had it before, and it's basically like a bunch of crumpled up uh, waffle cone chips on a plate, and they just stack ice cream and chocolate syrup and whipped cream and cherries and everything you want on top of it, and it's definitely a good treat. But like I said, enjoy the show, too. They still put on a great show. You laugh every single time. You might even get to participate in the show. And, um, you know, it, go there and sit up on the upper deck, too. They have a, a, a second story seating. Or you can sit right by the stage. There's two uh, tables that you can 
can sit literally next to the stage and watch the performers as they go, as they do their thing. So uh, Golden Horseshoe is my third. And I know if you're facing the stage, the one that's to the right side, at least this is the way I've heard, that that was Walt's seat. Like that's where he sat to always watch the show. That's where he sat. That's where he did sit. And like I said, there's history in that room um, that since the park's been open or since Golden Horseshoe, I think Golden Horseshoe opened just a little bit after the park opened. And uh, you'll you'll definitely get uh, your food and your show worth in there. I need to sit in that seat. Yeah, we've sat in there a couple times. Uh, I never get in now, there. There's always somebody who's sitting there every time I go in. We sat there. The last time we did sit there, unfortunately, they didn't throw the trash out because they were so busy. So it kind of smelled. So we moved away from there. Oops. <laughs> but it was it was a real busy, hot day that day. So um, you can imagine everybody running into the Golden Horseshoe trying to stay cool. But no, good. it's still a good spot. Sit there if you can. Just hurry up and run to that section. But yeah, <laughs> you are you are right. It is the right side that you're facing the stage. Just go to the right, and that's his spot. Yeah, I still want to sit there. I just think that would be <laughs> would be the coolest thing. Well, the next one on my list is going to be Sunshine Seasons, and that's over in the Land Pavilion at Epcot in Future World. And one of the reasons this is one of my favorites is they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And on top of that, they have a variety of station setups. Like there's a grilled station. There's a... Uh, station that has like sandwiches and soups. There's an Asian station. Um, I'm trying to think what some of the other ones are. There's desserts, but it's there's so much variety of food there that you really you have something that would please everybody in your family. Yeah. So like one of my favorites is their spicy fish tacos, which really isn't spicy. I don't think uh, it's topped with cabbage slaw, poblano pepper, aioli, and it's served with a side of potato salad. That's a favorite favorite of mine. Uh, one of the salads that they have is a power salad and it's got oak fired chicken, quinoa, almonds, and honey vinaigrette. It is an excellent salad. Actually, all of their salads I've had and they're all amazing. I have never had a bad, actually, I've never had bad food there. Now that I think about it. Um, but they've got like an Asian stir fry. Uh, one has shrimp with vegetables, uh, lo mein noodles. There's even a vegan korma with garden meatless chicken served with jasmine so if you're a vegan, there is a dish on the menu for you as well. But it's the food's always good, and there's plenty of options um, for everybody in your family. So that's... Uh-huh. Sorry, folks. I lost Kristen. Uh-oh. I lost my host. No. Well, as I wait for Kristen to come on... <laughs> Sorry for the technical difficulties. I guess I will go to mine. If we are still recording, let's go ahead. Well, uh, we're still recording. You're good. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we're good. Okay. Yeah, mine. I don't know. Oh. That was the weirdest thing. It just like shut down on me for no reason at all. So. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad great. you're back. It was, it was the last the thing I said. <laughs> uh, uh, I think you're about finished with I believe so. I can't remember. I got freaked out when you disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to do the show by myself. <laughs> uh, um, so um, I don't know where you left off, but. Keep it going. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I, I love the fact that there's a variety of food. It's always good food and there's an abundance of seating. So it's not one of those locations where you're going to be wandering around trying to find a place to sit. And it's located right outside of Soren and Living with the Land. So it's an excellent location if you're going to either of those attractions. So, All right. okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go to this one is definitely one of my favorites uh, just because of location and food. I think their food is phenomenal and that is the p- 
Pacific Wharf Cafe inside Disney, California. I don't know how many times I've eaten here. I've lost count after a hundred times, but um, the food is always excellent. It's something that I eat. Every, I ate there last time I was at the park. Uh, so as you look through the, at the menu, it's not a big menu, but um, it's definitely for the price you're getting, it's definitely filling on what you get. You can choose a, a sourdough bread bowl that uh, includes either clam chowder, a broccoli and cheese, or the seasoned specialty. Now, I believe the seasoned specialty is still the Dungeness Crab Corn Chowder, which I talked about on the last show when I had it at the uh, Food and Wine Festival. Um, and that was an amazing soup. I usually get the clam chowder, but that Dungeness Crab Corn Chowder was just, it was amazing. So if they still have it there, that's something that I highly recommend. Taylor always, oh, go ahead. I just have a question. If you order yeah. the bread bowl, um, the soup, can you get it without the bread bowl or is the bread bowl with the soup your only soup option? Um, ah, that's a great question. I've, I can't imagine the soup without the bread bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you, I would say you can. I mean, they do have cups for you because some people do get it to go. Surprisingly, they get, they wrap the bread bowl in a, uh, like a little uh, clear bag and they put the cup, the soup in a cup with the lid on top. So I can't imagine not getting it without, or that you can't yeah. get it. So I would, I would think so. So that's something I'll have to check yeah, on. Yeah. Next time, uh, next time you're there, ask, cause I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to ask that. Uh, but they, Taylor always gets this and that's uh, the chicken and apple walnut salad, which has chicken breast, crisp apples, celery, walnuts, and a honey lemon dressing served on top fresh greens. And that is also served in a bread bowl. Uh, and it's amazing. They have a Chinese chicken salad, chicken, fresh greens, wontons, almond, carrots, sesame seeds, and scallions with the soy ginger dressing. Or you can choose a turkey pesto club sandwich, which has turkey, bacon, Swiss, pesto aioli on a sourdough baguette. Um, they do serve whole fruit and chips, and they do have meals for kids with those uh, check meals for the power pack meals. And the dessert options are crazy over there. They do have a lot of great desserts, uh, scones, cookies, cakes, uh, Rice Krispie treats, basically, yeah, gluten-free brownies, uh, gluten-free cookie too. Oh, nice. So you can, yeah, so you can enjoy, you know, if you're one of those gluten-free people, it's another place you can go to. They're, the drinks are, they have every drink you could think of uh, from sodas, chocolate milk, uh, coffee, hot cocoa, and um, they do have sipper cups too, but it's also in a nice spot where you can enjoy, you know, not only are you enjoying it, but everybody around you is enjoying themselves. It's in a nice little food area, which also has, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the restaurants there, um, the, a Chinese food restaurant lucky, and a Mexican uh, food restaurant. Lucky, lucky Fortune Cookie Fortune Cookery. Or Fortune Cookery. And um, I forgot the name of the Mexican restaurant that's right there too. <laughs> I want which to I don't really. Tonga. I know that's not the name. It starts with the C. C. It's going to hit me. It's going to hit me all of a sudden. I'm going to be in bed and I'm going to yell it out in the middle of my sleep. <laughs> like oh my gosh, do. I can't believe but, I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. Well, like I said, it's a good spot. They do have the Carl Strauss build truck in that area too, so you can enjoy a beer. Or you can get a margarita or strawberry margarita um, in that same spot also. It's very relaxing. You know, if you want to get away from everybody that's just crazy, there's a nice little corner you can go to. Or if you are if you don't mind the madness, there's also a couple places you can sit down on. It's your choice. But the food at Pacific Wharf Cafe is always amazing 
amazing. I've never had a bad experience from there. Um, never had any bad food. And like I said, it's filling. For the price you pay, it's definitely one of the fillings, uh, filling meals you can get where you don't have to worry about getting hungry towards the end of the day. Taylor has ordered that salad twice when I've been with you guys over the years. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah it's, I know it's, that. It's I knew when you, were, when you started talking, I was like, I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> but chicken, apple, walnut salad. Yeah, it's a good salad, too. And a bread bowl. I never thought you'd put a salad in a bread bowl and it would be amazing, but it is. Why not, right? Yeah. The next one on my list is Pinocchio Village House. And I like this because the menu does change up at this location. Um, and right now, it's got a caprese flatbread. So it's got mozzarella with some tomato, basil, and drizzled balsamic, which is excellent. Uh, I've also had the chicken alfredo, which comes with pasta and a side Caesar salad. I mean, you get plenty of food. Uh, if you like soup, they've got a tomato basil soup, which is really good. And they do have kids meals. So they've got like the smuckers, crustables, uh, kids pizza, chicken nugget, mac and cheese. Those are some of the options. And since right now it's leaning in with Italian food, um, tiramisu gelato is one of the options mm. for your dessert. Wow. And if for some reason you cannot have sugar, they also have a no sugar added raspberry gelato. So mm -hmm. those are just some of the things. Um, I do recommend trying the blue raspberry slushy as your drink because oh, it is that. so good. <laughs> she always, when we go to, what is it, uh, Sonic or whatever, she always gets the blue raspberry slush. So she would definitely enjoy that right there. Well, and one of the cool things about this location is there's a couple seats that are located by a window that overlook uh, the loading, um, not the load, I want to say loading zone, but the loading loading dock for It's a Small World. So you can sit there and mm -hmm. as the people, they get on and they actually turn and go past you so they can see you in the window. So you can always like wave <laughs> to people and it's, oh, there's always little kids up there that wave. So when I'm on the attraction, I actually look up to see if there's kids there and I like wave up at them. Um, <laughs> it's it's cute. It's um, But there's plenty of seating here as well, both inside and there's out, so outdoor seating too. So Nice. Alright, well I'm going to switch it up on you. We kind of talked about this before the show about depending on what is quick service and what is casual service, but I think we both kind of agreed that casual and quick service are kind of in the same area. Yeah, whereas we were, when we were discussing these is at Disney World, there is no casual, there's no casual dining category that has restaurants where you go up and you get your food and you sit at a table that says casual yeah. dining rather than saying quick, quick service. So that's why I said at Disney World, that's clearly quick, quick service. So those I would include. Well, they call it fast casual dining, which <laughs> is kind of a weird, weird category to have. But so I had Troubadour on my list, but you know, after we talked about this, I knocked that off. And so I'm going to have to go with Rancho del Zocalo Restaurante in Disneyland. The my best. favorite. Exactly. Oh, by the way, the other restaurant was Cocina Cucamonga in Disney, That's in it. Disney California. That was the other one. So like I said, it'll just hit me all of a sudden. Cucamonga, but, um, chimichanga. You're you can see where I got to where, where chimichanga came from. I had the C and they both the same. Samsonite. I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> 
But Rancho Del Zocalo, I am putting number one on my list. Now they have started serving breakfast in the morning, which I have not tried yet. I'm going to try it. We've talked about this before when it happened. They have chilaquiles, beef fajita breakfast platter, tamale plate, chorizo and egg burritos, um, everything you could think of for uh, for drinks for breakfast, milk, uh, soda, juice, uh, tea, coffee. And they do have an allergy-friendly menu, uh, which you can ask for when you do go to the restaurant. Now for lunch and dinner, um, you got great, excellent choices. I'm going to pick two of my favorite, which is the first one, the, uh, where are you? The tostada salad with marinated beef. That's what I always used to get. It's in a crispy tortilla shell, refried beans, chopped lettuce, uh, and cheese with marinated beef. It's got a good kick to it. It's nice and spicy, but my favorite that I started getting every single time is a carne asada and red chili enchilada platter, which I think you've seen last time. I, I don't had, know if I got I it. I had it la- last time. Oh, yeah. you Taylor and I, we went and had, um, went and had lunch there and she ordered it and she's like, it's so good. And I'm really, really picky about my steak. And when I saw them pull <laughs> it out and slice it, I was like, yeah, I'm getting that. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, they cook. And they, it, it was fantastic. They cook it for you. Yeah. They cook it for you right there. It's, if it's not fresh, it was probably made like a minute or two ago. Uh, but it's, it has, uh, how they describe it as succulent beef cooked to perfection with two cheese enchiladas. Mexican rice and refried beans. So the food is amazing there. Um, I've, like I said, I've never had any bad food, and I've been going to Rancho del Zocalo since I was in the college program back in 2000. Never once have I had a bad experience, except when Taylor lost her credit card there in 2001. <laughs> she accidentally left it on the tray, and it was our last day in the college program. Oh my god! We were literally, we were literally about to go home in a day or two after the college program was done for the summer and she accidentally threw it in the trash and we didn't notice it until like 30 minutes later. We tried to go back to the restaurant. They tried to help us out as much as they could, but that was our only bad experience there. But when it comes to food, amazing. So don't lose your credit card at Rancho. Yes, don't, don't be don't like Taylor and leave it on the tray and throw it in the trash can. That is not Rancho Del Zocalo's yeah. fault. No, no, that was our fault. But um, they do have a lot of other great items. Street uh, Trio street tacos, red chili enchilada platters, citrus fire grill, chicken. Um, you can also do a ha- Hacienda Caesar salad. And for a couple of sides, they do have uh, crispy chips with lemon or with uh, cinnamon and sugar. And they do have a chicken tortilla soup. They have meals for kids, once again, with the check meals. And they do have arroz con pollo and uh, arroz con frijoles for the kids. And desserts, they do have a 60th anniversary cake you can get right now until the diamond anniversary ends in September. Uh, they have chocolate cake, tres leches cake, which I do have a uh, recipe card, so if you guys want to know how to make that, let us know. Nobody on the won. Um, Nobody entered no. the contest with the Nobody. pictures. I know. Well, we had a, well, well, we had a lot of people suggest shows, so I think the people that are suggesting the shows, we should definitely mail them something. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll get that out there. If you do want a tres leches uh, recipe card, let us uh, let us know on the Facebook page, and maybe the first person that does that, I'll send them one right away. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's and another thing about Rancho Del Zocalo, it's in a great spot. You're right there next to the Mark Twain. Um, you're also next to the uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad. And um, I've talked to Will Hershey a couple times in that location when he does his show on Sorcerer Radio. <laughs> and he loves he loves hearing the whistle in the back of the Mark Twain going off because it's authentic. You know where you're at. And 
Now, um, when you guys record, did it ever pick up Stephen Stan's voice doing Mark Twain? No, no, it's not. You can't hear it that oh. far. You just hear the whistle. Okay. No, it's it's still um it's still a few uh a fuse away, but yeah, you could definitely hear the whistle of really good at that location. But Rancho de Zocalo, that is number one in my book. Enjoy it, love it. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I am keeping along with the same theming of yours. Uh, mine is more Tex-Mex though, and uh, it is Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Earlier, was it earlier this year or late last year? They redid the menu, and everybody was like, no, they're changing the menu. But I really like it. I did last time they have hmm. a burrito with uh, is it Berbacau? Is that how it's pronounced? Beef. Oh, it's a bar. It's a, I just had the name in my head and I lost it. Um, but it's got it's, it's got beef, cilantro, rice, and beans. And these burritos are huge. Like this plate of food, you could share with somebody else. I mean, it's large portions. They also have a Southwest salad that you can choose either their spicy beef or chicken, a Southwest burger. There's a taco burger and it has ground beef, pepper jack cheese, and it's served with a side of tortilla chips. There's a fajita platter. And then there's um, uh, beef nachos. They've got churros. If you need churros, that's where you need to go to get your churros is there. For kids, it's going to be more of your typical Disney food, Smucker's Uncrustables, mac and cheese, and corn dog nugget. But they have a nice topping bar there, so you can put tons of topping on it. And it's just, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised by the change in the menu. You. So yeah. I I picked that as is my place because I really enjoyed the Bar- burrito I had last time. That meat is called barbacoa. Barbacoa. Okay. Kinetic. Barbacoa, which I've had. It's very tasty. Yeah. It's too late for me to think these things through. <laughs> yeah. About to say you got a long day ahead of you uh, in the next couple of days. Too, so. Yep. If you're listening uh, to this, we're, re- we're recording this at it's past eleven thirty Eastern time. So it's late out this way. It's past ten thirty where I'm at. So and it's been a long work day. <laughs> so please so forgive me for any mispronunciations. I am a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> I always uh, try and do my so best. And sometimes, you know. Yes, you do. So. Yes, you do. But that I, that I think wraps up. Wait, no, you have one more, right? Or no? Uh, well, I have an honorable mention. Do, yeah, let's, got, let's just quickly we do. We can quickly. Uh, quickly. And mine is in uh, downtown Disney. And that's the one and only Earl of Sandwich, which you do have on the east coast but when it opened here in the west coast it was a frenzy and it still is sometimes uh, great sandwiches right as you can take the tram which is the uh the pickup drop-off area is right by earl of sandwich so if you're in the park you can take the tram into downtown disney or the mon- i'm not the tram the monorail so you can take the monorail into downtown disney and you can go right there to earl of sandwich grab your choice of either breakfast lunch or dinner uh the uh the holiday sandwich or the traditional sandwich is always one of my favorite favorites um and well i was that your favorite too i think that was also your favorite the holiday turkey. yes that's always yeah good. so i mean um and you can just take that into the park too which we've done before and enjoy yourself that's just a little quick pick for my downtown disney location which is right off the monorail so go yeah definitely yeah, my honorable mention is flame tree barbecue in disney's animal kingdom they have the best onion rings they have an amazing watermelon salad and if you like 
like ribs, which I'm not a bit, I'm a really pick picky rib person, but Aljon will tell you these oh, are man. the best, that they are nice and tender and really good. And I love their spicy barbecue sauce. They have, spi- they have two choices nice. and one of them is spicy. And for a while they took it away and I was very upset with that they took it away, but it's back, back there again. So I am happy with getting my onion rings and my spicy barbecue sauce. Nice. <laughs> On to dessert. What is your dining tip, Bubba? Well, since we did talk about quick, uh, you know, quick service areas, I want to make people aware that, you know, there are busy times when, um, you know, outdoor vendors and quick service locations are busy that, um, you know, you should definitely try. If you're going in between these times, definitely make the time to wait in line. So between 12 and 2 p.m. and 5 and 8 p.m., usually most of the quick service locations are busy, um, you know, for lunch and for dinner. When it comes to the restaurants around 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for lunch and then 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. for dinner. So you definitely want to make reservations at, for a restaurant like Blue Bayou, Carte Circle, or um, you know Orleans Cafe, one of those places uh, if you're planning on uh, you know dining at all in Disney. But um, definitely make the time if you're planning on eating during those times to wait in line for quick service areas. The most popular ones you're going to wait in line for are the is the Red Wagon Corn Dog Cart, which is basically busy from noon to 9 p.m. Is that the one uh, that's sometime- Plaza Inn? Yes, okay. it is. Yeah, so usually the line kind of wraps in front of uh, the Plaza Inn. Yeah, I've seen you can, that. Some, yeah, it can be about 20, maybe 30 people deep. Uh, the Dole Whip line, which is always popular in Disneyland, you're going to expect long lines, um, especially on a hot day, plan to wait about 40 minutes, 40, 45 minutes just for a Dole Whip. And then um, Gibson Girl Creamery, anytime after uh, 4 p.m., expect a long line. If you're wanting it after the park closes, you're probably, or not after the park, but maybe around 8 p.m. Uh, and after you're probably going to wait about 45 minutes in line wow. just to get some ice cream. Yeah, it's but it's it's great ice yeah, cream over is. at Gibson Girl. And uh, so you know, plan accordingly. Uh, you know, if you want any type of quick service, definitely the times to do it. Um, you know, with no waits are between uh, two and five, and then any time after eight eight or nine o'clock, because usually people will start saving their spots for the parade or for uh, the fireworks show during those um, after eight o'clock. So you, the lines won't be as busy. And definitely, same thing goes for the rides, too, uh, for the attractions when you want to wait in line. Uh, it's kind of a, the same thing uh, for uh, for attractions. But plan accordingly when you do go for quick service. And my dining tip is that when you're dining at quick service locations, to go to one place that, that you know, if you've got several places you want to try, go to one and order an entree and share it. And then go to the next location, order something there and share it. And this way, you get to try a wide variety of restaurants, you also yes. get to try different types of food. So that to me, I think is just a, a fun thing to do. And Al John and I, when we've gone, we've done that at times because we're like, let's let's try a couple of places, you know, and this way we get a, a, some some variety and we'll have, you know, maybe the carne asada and the two enchiladas like, like Bub said over at Ranchero and then head over and get like a corn dog over at like refreshment corner and we, you know, do the same thing at Disney. Just kind of hop hop locations and try more food and we do especially when we have the Disney dining plan I mean that's that's the way to go eat every few hours at a quick service place because you get a drink you get your entree and you get a dessert so you share that that'll hold you over for a couple hours and then you know the next place by the time you get to the next place you want to try you've had a couple attractions you're good to go again in or something else good advice it's it's fun dining that way yeah dining should be fun 
not just not just food is not just fuel. Food can be fun. Food is for the soul. I like that. That's good. Well, that is our meal today. So, Bubba, tell everybody where they can find you. You can reach me at twi- on Twitter and on Instagram, big underscore Bubba underscore B. Uh, and like I said, I post news as it gets out there, especially dining news. Um, so check me out. Check out all my pictures. I put a little tribute to our little dining doll or Disney dollars, which are no Aww. more for sale. I know this one's a great one, too. I always show this one off. This is a 50th wow. anniversary one from the 50th. But yeah, the gift card kind of killed these. But uh, yeah, definitely reach me there and you'll see all all things Disney plus a lot more other stuff. You know, Star Wars, Marvel, stuff going on around me. <laughs> as far as dining at Disney, you can find us at diningatdisney.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope. Dining at Disney. It's the Dining at Disney on YouTube, though. So you'll have to put the in front. Uh, we are part of the Weeby Geeks Network. So don't forget to download, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, tell your friends about us, and head over there and give us a five-star rating. You can just give it five stars or even better, we would love a review. We we want to know what what you like, what you want more of. What part of the show are, is, is it that you know makes you listen to the show that makes you go, I need more of that information. We'd <laughs> love it if you guys would do that. Um, yes. And you can always email us at podcast at dining and Disney. Send us the, and that's how we get some of these show ideas is you guys email us and you say hey, we want to know what is your favorite this? Tell us about it. And so like today's show that's how we have that that topic. Uh, it was it was a, uh, a listener request. Uh, and soon we're going to be doing the one for healthy dining. Promise that was oh, on our list guys. So we will get yeah. that show out to you. It just re- that run requires more, more thought that's- and more work. So more research yeah. too yeah yeah so we want to make sure make sure we've got plenty of time to prep for that show so yeah. it will be coming up well thanks so much for listening and until next time fun appetite this podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes Listen to WDW Tiki Room, the show about all things Disney. Fridays, 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on Sorcerer Radio. I'm Kristen. I'm Al John. Join us for discussions on the Disney parks. Food news, travel deals and tips, attractions and event news, and more. Time to do the must-do. Or should I say must-do's? Leave your show comments, requests, and discussion topics on our new voicemail. Call 850-888-TIKI. That's 850-888-8454. You can also post your questions, comments via Twitter and Facebook WDW Tiki Room. WDW Tiki Room, the show about all things Disney. Fridays at 8 a.m., 5 Pacific, with an encore presentation, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific. On Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Podcast now available on iTunes.